السلام عليكم ورحمة الله وبركاته الحمد لله Yesterday we were reading about Imam Abu Hanifa rahimahullah and the other imma of this ummah who used to recite almost Imam Abu Hanifa about 61 Qur'ans in the month of Ramadan. Right? One in the morning, one in the night, and one in Taraweeh. Then we said Imam al-Shafi'i used to recite 60 Qur'ans in the month of Ramadan. Said Imam Malik rahimahullah used to engulf himself so much in the month of Ramadan in Qira'atul Qur'an that kana yafirru min majalis al-ahadith that he used to run away from the majlis of hadith. Well, on the contrary, he was known for the majlis of hadith the other months of the year. And Imam Ahmad ibn Hanbal and others. And then we read about few of the, the students of uh, Shaykh al-Hadith, Mawlana Muhammad Zakaria rahimahullah, and he himself would strive to complete 60 Qur'ans every Ramadan, right? So subhanAllah, and again I mentioned yesterday too, that we have the example of our early predecessors, right, from the Tabi'un and others, and then we have the examples of our recent predecessors who were still able to keep up with this practice of recitation of the Qur'an and so many recitations and so on. So now where do we stand? Where do I stand? How do we look at ourselves in this, you know, what should we do? Should we either do all of it or none? Say, well, you know what, I can't do 60 Qur'an, so I'm not even going to try it. I'm not going to start it. Forget about it. Should we be like that or what do we do? So I think it's important to understand this from the hadith of Rasulullah Sallallahu The Prophet Sallallahu Alaihi Wasallam said, Khayrul amali ma qalla wa dalla. Khayrul amali ma qalla wa dalla. Aw kama qala alayhi salatu wasalam. That the best of the actions is what is little but consistent. It, it is... Even if it is little, it should be every day, right? You should keep up with it every day, right? In another saying in Arabic, it is said, "Darbul Mathal al istiqamatu fawq al karama." Al istiqamatu fawq al karama. That steadfastness on something is more than coming up with a miracle, right? Rather, it is the essence of miracle, right? It is miraculous for someone to be steadfast on something, right? And the Prophet ﷺ was the prime example of being steadfast on every practice, subhanAllah. So much so that the Prophet ﷺ, no, Aisha anha mentions that one time the Prophet ﷺ got late to perform some of the sunan of salah because of the waft. A, waft, uh, a caravan came to see him. It was not because of his you know, own needs, but he got laid because he was tending to the ummah's needs. But he had a practice of praying to Sunnah of Dhuhr every day. So the Prophet ﷺ made up that Sunnah 
at the time of Asr. Right? At the time of Asr, after Salat al-Asr. Now generally, you're not allowed to, you know, you, you don't pray an extra two sunnah after Asr. You only have your four sunnah of Asr. But the Prophet ﷺ did it one day because he got delayed. Now the Prophet ﷺ was so consistent on his amal that the Prophet ﷺ continued that practice afterwards and made it necessary only upon himself and not the ummah. So this was from the khasiyat of Rasulullah that he would perform these extra two rakats. Right? We have sunnatul mu'akkadah. Why do we call this sunnatul mu'akkadah? The Prophet ﷺ would perform them regularly without missing. So this shows the nature of the Prophet ﷺ, that when he would start something, he would complete it. He would finish it. He would keep up with it. So that's what we need to understand in Ramadan and in our lives. Right? And there is a beautiful hadith which probably you know, will make us understand this even better. Right? The scholars explain about this hadith when they say, لِلصَّائِمِ farhatan." For the fasting person is two glad tidings. Farhatun inda iftarihi inda ta'amihi. That one glad tiding is when you open your fast at the end of the day. Right? Alhamdulillah, that first sip feels really good, right? Not the Starbucks one. <laughs> Alright, so you under- and then the other one. And then the other one is when they meet, when the sa'im, when the fasting person will meet his Lord, Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. Inshallah, may Allah take, give us all tawfiq and ability to do actions which will take us to meet Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, inshallah. Ameen, ya Rabbil So in the explanation of this hadith, the ulama say that if a Muslim consistently from the time they started fasting in the month of Ramadan and started using the month of Ramadan as they are supposed to use it. Meaning what? To rejuvenate themselves, to elevate themselves every month of Ramadan and get themselves closer to Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. They started with a little, right? Whatever they were able to start with when they, were, when they became baligh, right? It's not a lot usually, right? Just fasting probably little recitation of Qur'an. But they kept up with that. And after Ramadan went away, whatever good deeds they did, they kept up with those good deeds consistently. Even after Ramadan, right? So the building, right? The block is still there, right? You didn't knock down the building, right? All the spirituality that we gained in Ramadan, it did not fizzle out, right? It did not go away. So what happens next Ramadan, you can build on top of that. And the Ramadan after that, on top of that, and on top of that. So the maqam Imam Abu Hanifa and the Akabirin and the Sulaha, they reached. And what we hear about, it did not happen in a night. It did not happen overnight or over a year. Right? It took them decades to get to this maqam. Where do you have to start? You have to start somewhere. You have to start with one ayah, with one page of the Qur'an every day. Not just today in Ramadan, because I hope we are not part-time Muslims, right? We should be full-time Muslims. 
It's not a part-time job. So it's just in Ramadan and after Ramadan, Assalamualaikum, Khuda. We're not going to do it anymore. No, consistency, istiqama. When these Akabirin, they had istiqama. That's why they came up with these karamats. This is a karama indeed. Reading 60 Qur'ans in one month, isn't that not a miracle? It's a miracle. But when do these miracles happen when you have istiqama? Al-istiqamatu fawq al-karama. Al-istiqamatu aynu al-karama. So we have to be consistent in our good deeds. We have to be consistent in what we are doing every Ramadan. And when the Ramadan goes away, we should not let the spirituality fizzle out. Right? We should not be like, okay, you know what, I was sitting, and it was some dust gathered over me, and just, like you heard the Juma Khutbah, right? After the Juma Khutbah, it's like, you shake the tail and you leave. Nothing's left. <laughs> Everything's gone. Whatever we heard in the masjid is going to stay in the masjid. I'll hear something else next week again. Let's start over. So we keep starting over. If we keep starting over every Ramadan, we're going to stay at the same spot. The building is not going to go higher. Right? So that is what we need to do, inshallah. So when we want to accomplish something like these awliya, sulaha, salihin, akabirin, and we have to follow in their footsteps. And most importantly, in the footsteps of Rasulullah The Prophet said what? Whatever good action you do, even if you do a little bit of it, do it consistently. And then when you consistently do that, that little action becomes a habit. A natural habit. And then when that becomes a natural habit, to increase in that becomes even easier. So we ask Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala to give us tawfiq and ability to benefit from the month of Ramadan and give us the ability to consistently do these good actions that we're doing in the month of Ramadan outside the month of Ramadan as well. And we ask Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala to give us tawfiq and ability to read the Qur'an consistently every day of Ramadan and every day of the year inshallah ta'ala till the end of our lives. So when we live our life like we live in the month of Ramadan, when we die, right? The second good, right? The second farha that happens. So when a person dies, that is the iftar. That's the second iftar. That is when you're meeting your Lord. So if your Ramadan, if your life is like Ramadan, then your death will be like Eid. That is what the hadith means. If your life is like Ramadan, then your death will be like Eid. And at the time of Eid, what happens? There is farha. There is happiness. So that is the second happiness that we'll all attain when we meet our Lord at the time of our death, inshallah. But the condition is what? We have to try to live our life like how we do in Ramadan by pleasing Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, inshallah. May Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala give us tawfiq and ability. فآخر دعوانا الحمد لله رب العالمين سبحان الله وبحمده سبحانك اللهم وبحمدك نشهد أن لا إله إلا أنت نستغفرك ونتوب إليك سبحان ربك رب العزة عما يصفون والسلام على المرسلين والحمد لله